0: So here we are. Boiling Point came out last Sunday night. Uh, We didn't have enough time to watch all four and review it straight on the Monday, Uh, but here we are. We've done it now. Four episodes based on, so we've just had a little look based on the 2021 film, Mm. uh, feature length film, but we also just had a little, done a little bit of research and there was a 22 minute short that was made in 2019. the third kind of the third instalment of this with yeah depending s- on what
1: that 2019 one was yeah because
0: I don't know much about it we're basing this you know we're basing any comparison I would say probably on the film that came out on 2019 yeah yeah it's a related piece to that isn't it um so you got any initial thoughts
1: loved it yeah really straightforward um I mean first thing I noticed about this four part series that they've uh they've they've done to follow on from the movie in twenty twenty one is that they've abandoned the single shot thing, which was obviously like the the staple, like the talking point of the original.
0: It was a bit of a problem for me was it? To adjust to but I appreciate you couldn't tell this story probably in, in, in single shot because you know you did they were going to A AA meetings and and they were following Andy those are other settings mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you
1: have to cut um, I mean they, they opened the first episode the pre-title credits mm. um, scene was a single shot mm. in the same way that the original was and it was amazing but then they abandoned it straight away once yeah. the credits were because even that's a cut isn't it
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that was when I was like oh okay they're not doing the whole like four episodes of single shot story or single shot uh, short movies I guess I completely understand why, though, as you say, like there's different settings, there's characters in different places, and to be honest, just the sheer work <laughs> that would be required to create four more mm. of those original boiling point you know like one shot swinging around the kitchen i mean it's a it's just ridiculous like it's on another level of workload yeah um I loved, absolutely loved the first one, Stephen Graham's but, you know the one that really starred Stephen Graham as the chef. It was incredible, you know, like disaster night in the kitchen, all one shot, mm. theatrical in that sense. you're along for the ride, completely immersive, loved it. um but I mean, it's interesting they've abandoned that single shot, but it's not lost anything by abandoning it. Everything I thought that was great about the first one was still there. Mm. The believable characters, the fully explored. Storylines, yeah. The, the how just how damn realistic it is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: What did you think? Um, <clears throat> I probably don't, for some reason, don't look upon this as favourably. I, I did, I did warm to it. Um, the first episode, I, I felt like there was a bit of a, it was it was a little bit overwhelming with, kind of all the the new setting and um, you know the new characters, and I thought so so I got a bit worried. In the first episode, where uh, Bolton the Scouse character yeah. was the new Scouse character that was going to have quirks and yeah. and and I thought, is you know, is this another one of BBC's kind of um, just just ruining of a story for, yeah. for, for no reason? You know, just to throw in a funny character that everyone liked because they you know they had a decent year last year or, or appeared in something else. But I think continuing on with the series you know watching episode 2 the drama's really the, to be fair the drama in this is still really good yeah for sure um, I didn't feel when you look at this as a whole piece I didn't necessarily feel dissatisfied with how most people's stories played out mm-hmm. uh, the scene with Jamie in the toilet it's really hard hitting like that is okay, that some tough crazy. stuff yeah. is that was like, really really good that's episode 2 I believe episode 2 um, because I think it I believe it starts with with him in, in um, Emily's house, and they're like having a cup of tea in the morning and stuff mm. like that.
1: Oh, that's the second episode, yeah. Maybe.
0: Um, but so so that so this, there was some really hard hitting scenes there. Um, the scene with Jake and Holly, kind of at the gas station and stuff <laughs> like that, yeah. was really te- you felt the tension. So they got, they communicated that really well. Um, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed with the ending, and I've I've got some comments about. Um, the use of Stephen graham but um <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that yeah uh, as we go on yeah i mean that's i think you're right
1: like the pressure is palpable isn't it in every mm. scene even the scenes outside I mean, there's not many but even the scenes outside the kitchen you know that gas station scene that you mentioned like the pressure is palpable and the chaos especially in the kitchen is just expertly created
0: yeah it's great so it's maybe worth talking about the setting because we're we're introduced to a new location um mm-hmm. And I've I've got a little bit of uh, bio here. So this is six months on, from the from the end of the film, mm. where Stephen Graham's character Andy has a heart attack, mm. and like, the film basically fades, but it cuts it finishes, mm. um, and his protege sous chef Carly is now running her own high end uh, restaurant, and there seems to be, you know, pressure to deliver to investors and, and things like that. So, so there's the, there's the external pressure to create the, kind of the visceral atmosphere in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, change, did you like the change of setting? It wasn't, it wasn't as cramped as the last one. Um,
1: yeah, that's, yeah. I there mean, was more
0: staff as well, I believe, like quite a significant amount of more staff.
1: Maybe, yeah, I, I I think still focused on the integral characters from the movie for the most part. Yeah. They only added like one or two yeah. new characters of actual storylines. But um, I mean, ultimately, like, it's still a kitchen, it's still a bar. And I think the beauty of Boiling Point, like, as a whole piece, the movie and this new se- uh, series, is that it's just such an organic, real portrayal of hospitality. Mm. And to, to an extent, plot even takes a little bit of a backseat. So, like, you could, I think, you could have set it in any kitchen. Really, and it would have had the same effect for me. Mm. Setting and plot aren't quite as important as just the reflection, the portrayal of what working in a high stakes hospitality role is like. Mm. You know,
0: and uh, I, I think it's really important to have shows like this because, and and I and I really hope that you know the viewing figures are kind of are reflected because this is a story and a drama created out of everyday life that we all go through mm. and I think there is story in, in those everyday experiences yeah, 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 you yeah, can yeah. draw out so much from everyday interactions in workplaces and in schools in, in hospital settings and all these different things and I, and I love the fact that there is something like this that's well written and you know it's just a day in the kitchen mm. and sh- there that, has to be more of this it doesn't have to be a crime thriller yeah. it doesn't have to be a romance it doesn't have to be a horror it, it can just not to this. be bigger than life does yeah. it, like it it's can just, just be a lot of ways. life's hard enough and
1: yeah this is a reflection of a lot of people's everyday mm. yeah that's what I think um, So,
0: so continuing on with the actual setting now you've discussed before you know liking confined spaces mm. things in 24 hour periods um and what and what we had here was we did have a confined space but we had you know we had the kitchen we had the the restaurant the bar um and every episode was 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 basically a night in the kitchen uh, pretty much yeah um so so you kind of had all those things uh within this and and I like particularly they felt like there was a little more focus on on the restaurant and the bar staff this time, mm. like that was explored a little bit more, and 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 there, you know, the dynamics between them, and 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 I, the story I really kind of resonated with was was probably Jake's story. Mm. Um, I found that like really really engaging. Mm. You know, we needed the job, and you, you you were shown why outside of work why he needed the job so much, um, and you felt. You know, I, I really felt sorry for him. So from Jake the kitchen porter to is it Liam? Liam the investor. I didn't really know who Liam was. He was I can't like remember his name was Liam, but yeah, I know he, Liam. he he invests in the restaurant. Yeah. He's I guess he's a part owner with Carly yeah. or something. Something like that. Yeah. So you wanted to touch on using every single part of hospitality. Well I guess I guess, you know, what
1: this ultimately is, what this new four-part TV series is, is an expansion on the original Boiling Point movie. Mm. The original movie, the 2021 Netflix movie, was the perfect short story, in my opinion. It's got the locked-in setting. It all takes place within one restaurant, one small interior. It's got an insanely high amount of pressure, uh, an insanely high amount of drama, so much going on um you're locked in with that single shot for like technique where you're literally just in the kitchen with the character and there's no looking away there's no cutting there's no Mm. fancy cinematography it's well i suppose it is fancy but only in the sense of how well choreographed it is um I yeah, it's got that cut-off beginning, cut-off ending that a short story should have. It's just the core. Like, it begins, it throws you in with Stephen Graham on his way at work, and it ends with him out having a heart attack, and you don't know if he lives or dies. Like, it's, the, it's one night, it's, you know, one of the most important nights of this character's life, and that's it. Yeah. And it's, in that sense, it's the perfect short story. However, I think it was so realistic, it was so organic, so well-acted, that, of course... People wanted, well, there's an opportunity for all of these characters, for everyone in the kitchen to be more explored and for this world that Mm. Stephen Graham, the writers, have created to be more explored. Um, And of course, it did really well on Netflix, so I'm not surprised that they got funding for a little continuation. This new one, it ultimately is just an expansion on it because it's a focus on every single character. You know, they're back in this new kitchen, Carly runs it now, and in that sense, you've got more of a focus on Carly but then equally you've got a focus on every other character too. And they use all the characters really nicely to explore every aspect of hospitality. Jake, as you you, mentioned, is obviously dealing with financial pressure. Uh, Emily with alcoholism, as well as Andy. Jamie with mental health struggles and self-harm. Robin with physical health problems, um, with trying to chase a dream of acting alongside this job that pays a rent. Kit, a more minor character but they deal with being mispronounced and patronized about their identity by customers. Carly, of course, is trying to deal with like his elderly mother who's experiencing some kind of heart problems, um, who's absolutely not supportive in any way, and seems to be trying to torpedo her career. Like, every aspect, the the physical, the personal problems in individuals' lives here, are fully explored are fully shown they're on the screen and it shows you how it affects their working life it shows you how it affects the kitchen how it affects the whole organism of the kitchen and that's what it is it creates this kind of this organism this space populated by real people Mm. and it shows you it shows us as an audience that kitchens hospitality is a world populated by real people yeah 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 of course flawed people as well yeah. that's why I liked the logline of this like perfect food or flawless food flawed people that's mm. <laughs> perfect
0: I, uh, I I was again I was a little bit concerned at the start that they would have too many um, characters to handle tell their food. story and yeah. handle and, and actually you know on, on reflection they've actually done a really good job of just doing the right amount for each character mm. which you know which is I I guess we're at this point where th- there's maybe a bit of credit to go to the BBC because I think they've had a tough uh, I think they've had a bad year <laughs> in terms of storytelling. And uh, the last thing we talked about on BBC was Wolf. Wolf and uh, you know I mean, we don't ever need to speak about that again. <laughs> um but you yeah, know but maybe that's Joe Espo's fault so. Um <laughs> yeah they've had they've you know but, um bit Wolf the great expectations oh, that's bad, um weird. Arguably them they're mismanaged, um Happy Valley. So this is was a great it's been a great opportunity for them to kind of, I guess, regain some respect from me as a viewer and, and I and I hope many other viewers as well. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think you're absolutely correct about them doing
1: just the perfect amount with each character. Like as I say, every character in the kitchen's got a personal struggle that's explored. Um and there were a lot. But they don't need a lot of screen time to fully explore it. And that to me is is really good writing. That's indicative of really good writing. I mean Camille as well, you know, I did but she deals with the sort of harassment, almost predatory behaviour from a male at work, right? Yeah, and that's Nick, a whole yeah, yeah, I mean that's and it's it's just touched on. It's just yeah. like two or three scenes. And it's obviously awful, really and disturbing. And it makes you feel yeah. really
0: uncomfortable and it's and there's not necessarily any build, there's not any real focus on it. it there's just not happens. really any
1: resolution either.
0: Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. And you just have to kind of sit there with it yeah. and think, well, I hope, you know, you hope something's going to get resolved, yeah. but you're not quite sure. It's great.
1: It allowed exploration of every character. And I mean, this must have been written by somebody who, or people, a team who've spent a lot of time in hospitality or the food service industry themselves because it's so real. It's funny you mentioned Happy Valley just then, because I didn't expect to see anything more realistic, more believable with such organic, true-to-life characters than Happy Valley this year. But I think Boiling Point has done it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure... um... Avi Valley has the most realistic villain. <laughs> just gets himself no. out of any situation. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Lee Royce. Yeah. It's just like a trickster. But how, <laughs> how, how we got <laughs>
1: <laughs> how, how the characters to Yorkshire and that, you know.
0: I mean, yeah,
1: on reflection, boiling points far exceeded it, you know?
0: In that sense. Yeah, wow. Um let's uh let's let's take a break from the story. We actually haven't done this in a while, so I've I actually have some comments. Yeah, um, so it's rated quite well on IMDb. So I've, I've taken, uh, got a couple of good comments here. Um, a drama worth watching. I enjoyed this series. I really enjoyed this series. That is sorry. It's a pity it was only four episodes long as I felt the narrative could have been developed uh, further. Or is that waiting for series two? A very well observed drama about life in a busy fine dining kitchen at and all the crap that the overworked and underpaid staff have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, Too short for you, a series?
1: No. No, that's a misunderstanding. And actually, not a lie, I predicted this. I predicted this as the main criticism. Fully anticipated that somebody would say, at some point, (laughs) that um, the story not having a definite resolution was a, uh, a drawback for this show. And I completely disagree. Um... I think part of the beauty of this of both the original movie and this four part uh, series is that the lack of resolution like the, the point that they cut off it off at, not being completely satisfactory is, is the point so Camille for example, you know we just mentioned it there's no satisfying resolution to this trouble that she's going through with the new sous chef because that's exactly how it would be in real life like how often do people not outright commit a crime, but are but behave inappropriately mm. in the workplace or whatever? Um, their behaviour borderline like borders on harassment, but then nothing's done about it. They get away with it. It's moved on from, or poor Camille just has to deal with it, or what? Like you don't know, or it's just you know it, it's left unknown. and I think that's that's real. Um, it's the same with Carly potentially losing the restaurant. It's the same with the, the little romance between um, Carly and uh, the potwash Holly. Holly. Um, and it's the same with Stephen Graham's heart attack, Andy, that is it's heart attack in the, uh, in the movie. Like, the fact that you don't know, the, mm. the cut off, the move on, the, it's, it's reflective of real life. This is real. It's not a story in a mm. way. And that's I think part of the beauty of, or maybe for me the main beauty, the true beauty of Boiling point, point, is that it's you know it's just a portrayal of real life more than it is a story. Mm. Yeah, so there's so much drama. Yeah, there's so much to think about. So entertaining. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, another positive comment here. Um, there was this was a welcome relief to my fruitless search for decent drama on Netflix. Thanks to the BBC for te- serving up a tasty dish. Right. Um, <laughs> Fast moving and sometimes difficult to watch Thanks to the predictability of the storylines I don't agree to the, with those who have given a low rating Based on, based on predictable storylines That doesn't hmm. stop it being a strong drama I also don't have the, a problem with the fact that All main characters have their own demons This is fiction and a drama So we can't expect them to be boring and perfect So are people perfect in real life? No, I'm not, I don't um, know they're on. Like. I hope there is a new series and the budget extends to more episodes. Zero out of one found that helpful. I don't know why I just called them out for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, drama on Netflix. Netflix churn out a lot, don't they? And it, it can be quite difficult to find, um, you know, a good consistent story on there because they just they're just trying to pile out to the subscriber base. Um, Well, this is British, isn't it? Like,
1: it's a British setting. It's it's very true to British life. Um, And therefore, you know, it's on the BBC. Fine. Like, I I can't imagine an American audience engaging with this this much. Well, they've got got their own. They've got the bear. (laughs) I knew this was going to come up, yeah. So I haven't seen the bear, and I haven't... um, I don't know anything about it, to be totally honest. I haven't watched it. But part of the reason I haven't watched it is because I think, like, as far as kitchen dramas go, *Boiling Point's just it. Like, you don't need more than this. This is what working in a kitchen is like in, in the UK. And like, I'm sure the bear is brilliant, but I don't want to watch a drama about people working in the kitchen, you know? Mm. And Boiling Point isn't that. Mm. If you took the kitchen out and you made it, I don't know, a fancy bar. Like, I know, obviously, you can't separate it from the fact that it's in the kitchen and it's all about that, but it's not about the food. It's not about, you know, the ratings. It's not about the reputation. That's all relevant, but it's not the focus. The focus is you I don't know Jake mm-hmm. trying to earn money for his little sister or the the dynamic between Bolton and the new guy you know or or Kylie's relationship with her mother and her relationship with Andy and like it's it's the people mm. it's and it's like it's I don't know it's like watching a soap almost isn't it it's but it's just so so real yeah yeah
0: And that's most important so those were the positive reviews, so strap oh. in for this. Um, tepid point. The series. <laughs> what? Predictable, poorly written, badly acted and crass. The edgy, in quotation marks, way as films adds nothing to a failed attempt by the director to make what can only be described as a tech version of the bear. A, <laughs> su- a series with actual rawness that hits hard. And... As I was looking at some other comments, the bear came up again. Yeah. Um, Seems that everything Graham is involved in is just too predictable. The hype around common working class heroes is just a shame vehicle for more rubbish to hit our screens. Hmm. I wouldn't mind, but there's no variety or characters you have any connection with. Hannah Walters brings her normal low level of acting ability to the show she drags her character through the script like a tired old tugboat. boat all in all not worth the time <laughs> and very little effort that clearly went into making this tripe go watch The Bear instead um, I've uh, seen well I've started watching The Bear and I am very impressed so far but couldn't that was just written by one of the writers of The Bear or something <laughs> that was so bitter <laughs> yeah yeah and, I mean the thing is like The Bear actually came after Boy Boy point, point yeah so because um, series one of The Bear I think is twenty twenty. I think it was last year um, mm. and obviously the boiling point came out the year before so so there's there's, there's definitely some overlap maybe the bear's been better done I, I can't comment on it yet I, I, you know, I look forward to seeing it but tepid bad acting that's just, um, that's just a lie man like where are you getting bad acting from this is incredibly well acted tepid and, and actually like... BBC okay. are known to have bad actors actors yeah and, and, and that was definitely was not the case here yeah that is incredible and also predictable storylines that keeps coming
1: up what do you mean? like again (laughs) even if even if you want to argue that the storylines are slightly too predictable I think what you're actually saying is that they're too realistic and you're missing the point that it's not about story and it's it's
0: actually not about the conclusion of the storyline it's about the, the, the drama the tension the uncomfortableness you feel actually yeah. at the present time. It's it's all about the present this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, 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 it'd be such a shame to, to see people kind of put shows down because of, you know, wanting twists and turns at every yeah, every angle. Yeah. There's no glamour in it. There's mm. no glamour in this. And that's what that's where the beauty is really. Like there's no
1: sort of glorification of what it's like to work in a kitchen. Which without even watching the bear I know that there there's that has that's present in the bit mm. I know that there'll be glorification just just by the main character mm. just by a picture of him you know it's this cool like I've moved to London and I've started a restaurant and I'm so stressed but it's going to work again you know what I mean I can see the glamour oozing off it without even watching it mm-hmm. there's non in point there's no glamour whatsoever it's not it's set in London shit <laughs> alright where's it set? Um, Don't,
0: if it's New York I'm going to kick off <laughs> I think it is New York. Well, there you go. Same. You know what no, I mean? it's like... not. He trained in. I think he trained in New York, and he's gone back to the family. He's gone back to the base of the family sandwich joint. Oh, is af- that what it is? After his, after a passing in the family. So yeah. I'm well, not spoiling then, anything okay. there. That's the first step. look. I can't. I shouldn't be talking about it because I haven't seen it. Yeah, so yeah. I
1: I'm literally judging it by its cover, but like, <laughs> there's my point is that there's no glamour or glorification in Boiling Point. It just shows you how how hard it sucks to work in a kitchen in a high pressure kitchen really good camaraderie though yeah 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 Yeah, which is nice but even then you know like every character has a different boiling point don't they they're kicking off each other they're screaming at each other they're taking their personal stresses and their work stresses out on each other Mm. and that's perhaps where the drama is that's the boiling point that's Mm. the concentration of all of the drama in everyone's life happening in this small space that is the kitchen and the the bar and the Mm. inner you know this one building and it's, it just looks like it's horrible. Mm. You know, there's nothing worse than rolling into a shift you don't really want to do after a really bad day that you've had for whatever personal reasons. Mm. And then everything going wrong there. There's nothing in this that makes you think, God, I'm going to go and work in a kitchen or I can't wait to go back to a hospitality job or something. Like, there's nothing in that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that other shows, the sto- whether it's the storylines or the characters, they will glamorize. Hospitality. Mm. This is just a purely realistic portrayal and
0: look at what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I do have one major criticism about Boiling Point. And before I watched this show, I really didn't think it was going to be or have anything to do with Stephen Graham. Um, but for me, and this may be quite cynical, but the BBC have used his image to promote the show, they have begged for viewing figures. By putting him on, you know, front and center when promoting the show, and I think that's really disingenuous to the fan base. Um, I used to watch WWE quite a lot, and what they, <laughs> what you know, what they would usually do is um, they would promote. They they would tell you the big stars returning, so you tune into the show instead of giving the fans that dedicated their time to sit to watching the product that. That surprise. So when John Cena was coming back, you knew he was coming back, and they did that on so many different occasions. When Brock Lesnar was coming out, you knew he was coming out, and it's like this. So you you st- you're stopping the the surprise. dopamine hit, the surprise, yeah. the the excitement about something happening because you've said, "Oh, it's, please come, mm. please come to the show because John Cena's going to be here." So you have to come and you have to see him, <laughs> and. <laughs> the BBC have done this with Stephen Graham like he wasn't in it that much so don't be, put him in it at all and have him knock on the have her knock on his door on the last at episode the end, at the yeah, end yeah and, and for me like I don't have a ma- because he was in it I don't have a problem with the way it, with the way it ended necessarily but you je- like at the end of the day despite us talking about you know you don't need to 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 manufacture drama there's enough drama in everyday life Mm. there are points where you just win at stuff and you were better off not having him in the show letting any dedicated fan base that wanted to watch it because they loved the film just watch it anyway for what it was Mm. because I was sitting there going I want more Stephen Graham I want more Stephen Graham I want more Stephen Graham he's amazing Mm. where's Stephen Graham if you don't show me Stephen Graham leading up to this and, I'm, and he doesn't appear at all in episode one, I'm like, okay, chill. No and then she knocks that. on his door last yeah. episode when she realises it's going into insolvency. Boom, people want series two and are really excited for and it. And it seems like people do really want season two. Mm. I'm i I'm happy if it comes or it doesn't. Mm. And, I, and I think it's different. I, I just think, have played that badly and not everyone not everyone will agree but but i think it was a cynical way to gain viewership you should reward fans for logging You're into your show you talking about fans as if this is basketball or wwe like oh no no, no about, but like you should you should re, you should reward this is this is about taking a dedicated viewer but a dedicated no, viewer it's not. Base this is one this, movie <laughs> but, yeah yeah but they saw the movie BBC saw this movie that was, yeah. that was put on they did a short film Yeah. Netflix did the feature lunch film Yeah. and then the BBC took that took the people the buzz around it Yeah. they went we're going to make this a four part series yeah. slapped his na- name and face on the front of it yeah. and, barely, and barely put him in it Look, and I think that is a cynical, cynical move yeah. I, as much as the cynic in me agrees and
1: thinks that, like, they've probably used Stephen Graham's name to market it a little bit. Like, he is, you know, the, one of the poster boys of the BBC, isn't he? Like, it doesn't bother me that much because I don't think it all the way was. Stephen Graham's character, Andy, his involvement in this in this series made plenty of sense to me. It was used to flesh out the the um, AA meetings and the, alcohol, well, the alcoholic characters, you know, him and Emily. Um, because if you hadn't had Stephen Graham, if you had taken Andy out completely, that might've felt hollow. Like Emily just being like, Oh yeah, by the way, I'm an alcoholic and I'm going to, I'm running AA meetings and whatever. And I've had a drink as a result of what's happened to, um, Jamie. However, I kind of saying that I kind of agree still, because I think, you know, if you'd removed Andy, right? and you'd had the references to him that were there you know the door opens at the AA meeting but you don't see the person's face that no can't... no that would have been way too bad that would have just been corny but like you know you could have had right you could have had just the mentions just the mentions of him yeah. so you could have had like uh, you know the, the argument in the beginning between Freeman and Kylie in the office when Kylie says like basically That's on fault. you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, your yeah. fault that Andy had his heart attack. Like Andy comes up time and time again. He's referred to as this revered chef that ran the previous restaurant that Carly worked at, um, most of them worked at. Um, and you, I think you're right. You could at the end, you know, she finds out she's going insolvent, and, and she just knocks on his door, and it's Andy. You know, oh, he survived the heart attack. You know, you're like great. You know, it's a sort because you had all those it's little touches just, yeah, where, yeah. where um, the head waiter guy was like he was a brilliant character, but his name I can't hold him up in the head. Um, Dean. Nice one. Whereas it was like, yeah, maybe don't bring up Andy Jones around here, it's still a bit of a sore one. You know, like that is like, okay, what happened? Do you know what I mean? Is it, I guess he's dead? Like, and then right at the end, you know, not not not, ah, oh, there's Andy. Like, cool. And that would have been a really nice, succinct ending as well. I'd be like a nice cut-off. So, I don't know. I, I agree and I disagree. I don't think it's as deep as you're making yeah, out, yeah. but but I, but I definitely hear where you're coming from. Um, in regards to season two though, <laughs> I was concerned even when I heard about this fourth part series because I think every time you add something on top of something that's basically perfect, you risk devaluing the art. Mm. Stop doing sequels. I think somebody wanting a sequel to wanting to, to, uh, because they want to know what's happening next in this isn't fully understanding the art of the short story. Like what you're feeling, what you've taken away from this that's is the what point. is the intention, is what yeah. they intended to make you feel. Like, and that's why this is perfect, why it's such a good piece of art, because it achieves its intention, its intention so succinctly. To add to it now, I mean, yes, I'll I'd, I'd watch it because I love it, I really enjoyed it, and of course I've watched it, but I'm sort of hoping that maybe they just leave it there. Mm. I think it was nice enough. Yeah. They could have done it so well as well, thinking about it actually. Like the... the The Andy thing you know just slipping it in as a little detail because that's what this show does really well at a number of points you know like just the the romance between Kylie and Holly the KP like that's so subtle You, you don't really get a hint of it at all it's just enough there that it makes sense when it finally explodes at the end in that moment of catharsis but like it's not overt in the original in the movie Jake keeps talking about, "Oh, I'm going to go take the bins out, boss. Like, should I take the bins out now?" And you're like, "Why is he bothering the like the head chef when he's when he's taking the bins out?" You know, but it doesn't dawn on you that it's a code for oh, he's going to go get a bag of coke. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the little setup between the two of them, like it's yeah. They're, they're really good at doing like the nuances, and it's these little details that bring the kitchen to life. So they could have done that with Andy. So yeah, I mean, there's a criticism that I have. One more criticism but i right. that I've been talking for ages um, it's really minor it's a lot more minor than yours I thought Freeman was handled he was treated unfairly what given
0: one episode and then kicked out pretty well, much yeah or? but
1: I mean so I understand why because Freeman he's a great character but like they had enough on the plate I don't think they could have explored everybody fully and I think mm. Freeman mo- again it's real Freeman mm. moving to another restaurant because he couldn't you know because of a a natural fallout between him a personal issue between him and Kylie is like super realistic I'm sure yeah. that kind of thing happens all the time especially in hospitality um but I don't know I was a bit bitter that Kylie treated him so unfairly like blaming him for both Andy's heart attack which is a bit extreme and like what went wrong on that shift in the first episode because ultimately it's Freeman that
0: stops the chocolate sauce going out with the beef you know <laughs> like and she fully blames it him for it almost yeah and and the, uh, and actually, now you say that, I think that might have been the sole reason, or one of the reasons, why because I I did hate episode one, mm. fully. Like I, I was just like this is a mess, um, and and yeah. I, I, now you've reminded me that Freeman wasn't displaying the same aggressive tendencies as he did in, in the first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. There was only a well, glimpse of it at the end. All right, it's yeah. for a chocolate sauce bottle, um, and. Blamed for the heart attack? Like, that's where's what, that come yeah, from? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Where
0: on, yeah, yeah. it is on? Not, not. Are you blaming me for that? Yes, it it's was you completely. <laughs> not that. I think and that was an alcoholic yeah, and yeah, a yeah, drug yeah,
1: addict. Yeah. That's what it was. It was. It wasn't in keeping with Carly, to me. Maybe.
0: Yes. No. Well, and yeah, and 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 basically, it's it's almost the only bit of that four part series that you just can't. You just. It's just not believable. Yeah, I just you just don't believe that so, no, not And right. and is that a way to is that a way to? And I, I always look at you know I always look at the external influence on a show. And is again is that a way to go? Oh, let's throw a you know a, um, a predator angle in there by getting Sue yeah, Chef in. let's get creep. yeah maybe because maybe. Freeman's not in that dynamic because they maybe were like that dynamics run its course. Mm. So let's get a sexual predator in. <laughs> To uh, to to spice things up a little bit again, you know, and and actually Nick's edition was actually really good. I did like it. Yeah. I did like that edition. Yeah, it was. The, the additional tension. It was from Trevor from the GEA, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it, it is. just sucked. Oh, I was like, where do I recognize this it, guy? It from? took me like
1: three episodes to be like, I know and this guy somewhere. Like that, he's got, he was giving me psycho vibes, and of course it clicked.
0: That is, he's like. Yes, yeah. well, I mean, I was about to say it's a spin. Is it is <laughs> him. That's amazing. Well, yeah. fair play, fair play. And I want... Is him in the leather jacket drinking behind the bar a homage to that at the end, maybe? Maybe he maybe just, maybe just plays one <laughs> character. Yeah, uh, um, yeah so, so I, I think the Freeman stuff, you're right. It, it's like, it was the end of the first episode as well, pretty much. And, it was, and that was an episode I didn't like. So the fact that it was like, okay, we're at the end of this episode and uh, this is something that I just don't buy yeah um, was, was probably Coach quite a big like it, yeah. and, and, and I think and I guess I'm glad I'm doing you know we're doing this stuff because <laughs> whatever this there's is a lot of, there's a lot of series i probably switch off yeah if we're not recording yeah and, and this, this forces point, you to get through it Boiling Point is one of them where I'm glad I, I did watch yeah, the, yeah, the that's, whole that's thing scary. in the end yeah. So, um, so yeah definitely a good show I'm happy for them to leave it there. Yeah, me too. I think the BBC are going to look at those viewing figures and roll out Will Will Andy Jones out for another series. (laughs)